Hey, what is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. As always, I am your host, Ben J. Myers. You can find me on Instagram, at Ben J. Myers, TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, the Respectfully Selfish Podcast fan page is on Facebook as well. So if you want, go give it a check out. Go check it out if you would like. Um, so let's get this thing started. What I want to do is first start things off by saying thank you. Thank you for either tuning into the podcast, reaching out to family members, friends, or loved ones, or anything like that, to you know start that process of going down your own personal journey and trying to become a better you. There's no harm in saying that. We're all allowed to try to become a better us anytime we can, even if there is a global pandemic going on or anything like that. There's always a time and a place to start becoming better. And for me, that has been over the past two weeks. I am 14, now 15 days into, uh, I, I, I started this 30 day, 30 home workouts challenge for myself and I'm on day 15 and I feel so much better than I did that first week, um, of the quarantine. Um, along with that stuff, I've been doing, um, daily planning. So I've been planning every hour of my day for the last two weeks. I've been meditating. I've been doing self-reflection. I've been trying to do new hobbies and get better at my current hobbies. So, um, it's been a cool, it's been a cool journey so far. Uh, there obviously is days where, you know, the quarantine hits and the quarantine kind of sucks, but for the most part, 90% of the time I feel much better than I did before. So that's something I'm happy about. Um, so thank you to, this is a new hobby. You're trying to get in a podcast, trying to do things for yourself. That is dope. That is awesome. I am here to hopefully help you um, with perspective and all that good stuff. Secondly, I always like to point out on my podcast is I'm not a licensed therapist or counselor. I'm just somebody who's going through some shit and I want to help other people that are going through some shit. So guys, Let's get this thing started. The title of the podcast is Respectfully Selfish. And what I wanted to do is kind of touch base with you and be like, are you being respectfully selfish during this quarantine? Because obviously now is a time that people are worrying about things that they can't control. Uh, what's the world going to look like after this is all said and done? Uh, what is you know, the job situation going to look like? For me, I know... I'm out of a gig right now, so I'm not even for load. My small business does it, it just got all of its stuff canceled. I run a mobile beverage truck. Um and nothing's happened. So what I'm trying to do is push this a little bit more, trying to dive deeper into the respectfully selfish side of things, um, start my own YouTube channel, all that good stuff. You know, it can knock you down if you let it. And it's gonna try. That's the whole thing about being respectfully selfish is the only way to, you know, keep combating those knockdown punches with things are to take a look inside and identify what's important to you. And from there you just keep moving. So what I've identified as important to me is my relationship. My mental health is very high up there too. Um, maintaining relationships with my family members that are in different states. Um, I'm located down in Florida and down in South Florida and my family is up in the Northeast. So trying to jump on daily Skype calls with them, make sure that things are going well at home. Obviously I'm a person that enjoys a little bit of a lot of bit of control um, in my life. So not being able to be there to support them and help them does weigh on my mind quite a bit. So being able to talk to them every day or at least every other day or something like that really, really gives me some peace of mind because like I said, I like to control as much as I can in my life because if not, 
this thing, my brain just starts going nuts. So here we are. I'm asking you, what have you been doing recently that has been respectfully selfish? So whether it's been, if you live with someone's kind of starting your own thing, trying to do your own thing to keep your mind sane, because a lot of times we spend a majority of our life worrying about others. And that doesn't mean a bad thing. It means that we spend a lot of our times worrying about other people's happiness. Um, if the things we're doing is impacting somebody else, if, you know, if there's anything we can be do, be doing more of for somebody. So what I want you to do right now is take this time to maybe put them on, on the shelf in the waiting line a little bit and take a look inside and check in with yourself. How are you doing? How are things in your life going? If, you know, you're waking up and it's kind of feeling like the same, it's Groundhog's Day. Well, that's because you're letting it feel like Groundhog's Day. You're not writing down a schedule to tell yourself what you're doing tomorrow or the next day or the next week or something like that. You, you're not putting together goals to how you want to see yourself come out of this thing. So understand Groundhog, Groundhog's Day is all dependent on you. What are you doing? If you're not making these schedules, of course, you're going to wake up. You're going to do the same thing you did the day before. You might wake up, have some coffee, instantly have some breakfast, start snacking. You might go, whether it be play video games or watch YouTube or watch Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. That becomes this like a bottomless pit of nothingness. And then all of a sudden four hours go by and you feel like you've wasted your morning. So how are you not going to waste the afternoon? Well, you didn't plan anything. So it's going to be kind of like aimless shooting because you don't know what you want to do. You didn't have a vision. So the respectfully selfish part of this is what do you want to do? Not so much focusing on what's going to make the other person happy. If you're living by yourself and you know, you're experiencing a little bit of loneliness, which it's normal because we as humans like human to human interaction, even if we're all introverts, we like it a little bit because it gives us, you know, that breakup of that monotony. So if you're living by yourself, what are you planning for yourself to do? Are you making those Skype or Zoom calls with your family members or with your friends? Are you starting that new hobby? Um, what is your new hobby? What do you want to do? It's time to get excited about like what time in human history? Yes. This is a pandemic. There are a lot of things going on, but we have the opportunity to stay in our homes and do our thing. What is it that you've always wanted to do? You didn't have time for that kind of stuff. So think about it. It's always be respectful of the people around you, the people in your inner circle, but you have to start finding things to keep yourself moving forward. If you're not moving forward and you're constantly worrying about other people, those other people are either going to start relying on you and you're never going to have time to take for yourself or those other people are going to look at you as a problem solver and they're only going to want you around for when you need to solve a problem for them. So right back here, what has been my new hobby? Uh, I've been trying YouTube. I've been trying to do things, um, on the video side of things. As far as like, I got a camera, I've been trying to work on getting better video, better lighting, I've uh, been really into Photoshop recently too, playing my guitar. Um, I have a vision of how I want to help people coming out of this. I think there's going to be a huge change in the world coming. Uh, and I think while, while we've had this technology at our hands for so long, what feels like so long now, and it's really been a couple of years, but I think this is going to just catapult us into finally using it in different ways than we're accustomed to. 
if we go back to the same exact way things were, we're missing an opportunity. We're not growing. We're not learning from the mistake of what is this and how we could have better prevented it or be better at, you know, going through it. So that's what I'm here to do. I'm trying to hear, I'm kind of here to help you identify what's best for you. I'm not going to tell you what's best for you because that ain't my job. I don't know who the you are. I don't know what you do, what you're about, what your interests are or anything like that. I can just tell you what I do and how it makes me feel. I like to take the general concept of it and I try to have some perspective passed on to you because I want to see you happy and not losing your goddamn shit through this entire quarantine. Because we don't know when it's going to end. Imagine that. You think, ah, we just got a couple more weeks. We got to make it to the end of April. And then somebody comes, nah, we got to go a little bit longer. Well, if you prepared yourself mentally for that, and even physically, it's not going to be as hard as a blow as if you've been spending your time, you know, day drinking all day, doing nothing, like that kind of stuff, like while I am all about, you know, having a good time and there's nothing wrong with an afternoon cocktail, I'll tell you that much, but it has to be balanced stuff. It has to be really taking into account your mental and physical health. The 15 day or the 15 days in a row now that I've worked out hasn't been to write the ship that has been eating like shit for the past years of my life. It's been for my head. It's been for perspective. It's been for me to get back on my, you know, get back on my shit and be doing my thing, like the things the right way that I see myself doing them. The way I do things isn't right for everybody, and that's totally okay. Um, I've been life coaching. I've been taking on new clients at oh, next to nothing rates because it's not about that for me. It's always about helping people. And I think once, you know, the whole, you're told you have to have X amount of subscribers for something. You're told X amount of hours watch. You should be helping this amount of people. This is how you should be doing it. If you're not doing it this way, you're wrong. I have found that I feel the best about myself when I'm just helping people. I'm not worrying about numbers. I'm not worrying about hours listened. I'm not worrying about... Who's going to like my photo? Who's going to, what audience is going to best react to a certain lighting in this picture? Once I kind of threw out the window and I just started doing stuff that I enjoy doing because it's me, I'm a lot happier. I'm able to sit down for an hour a day and coach people into being better versions of themselves. I don't even say better versions because there's nothing wrong with you now. It's some people aren't heading in a direction they want to go. They they either feel stagnant, they're drowning, or they're really not happy with themselves. And I always tell you, I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a coach. I offer a a perspective of things. Um, Depending on the person it is, like this podcast right now, it's I'm trying to touch back on what are you doing that is respectfully selfish. And if you're not doing the things that you say you want to do, I hold you accountable to that because you told me what you want to do. That's the thing about being a coach. I don't like calling it life coaching because life coaching, I feel, is just a term that's been thrown around and all of a sudden it's kind of like this buzzword. Um, while I do see it as like a partnership, it's I'm holding you accountable, just like you're holding me accountable as a coach to prepare for your call, to keep diligent notes, to really have an investment in you. I take it as like if... We're almost in a relationship with each other. And when you say you want to see yourself create new things, distribute it out to people, help people and stuff like that, what I'm going to do 
Let's hold you accountable. Every two weeks that we talk, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about it. So whether I'm coaching with you right now or not, take this opportunity to be a visionary for yourself and say, what do I want to do? And it doesn't have to be what do I want to do for the next ten years, next five. In the next two weeks, over the span of the next two weeks, what do you want to accomplish? Whether it be just finding a new hobby, brainstorm. Take one step to do that. Take out a piece of paper, like I did. What did I want to do? Glad you asked. Project Save the World. Well, Ben, that seems like a lofty goal. Yeah, it's a goal. It's supposed to be lofty. It's supposed to be you know, something to strive for. But Ben, how are you going to save the world? Well, that's why I have a notebook. I don't know yet, but I'm going to try. But Ben, doesn't it seem a little impossible? Sure. But I feel like what better goal than to try to save the planet with new ideas. Are they all going to get known and recognized? Probably not. But what makes me feel good is trying to help people trying to help massive like the masses of people is like what drives me what makes me feel happy so that's what i'm doing man that's i i'm i literally have scheduled skype calls with people to try to save the planet try to make something new try to make something like i, I was talking about that technology it's going to be driven in a different way and if we're not the ones driving it somebody else is going to so if you have a vision of the way you want things to go this is the opportunity to Prevent yourself in the future saying, damn, if only I would have had a, you know, a play in that card or something like anything, this is your opportunity to change it. I think the strongest attribute a person can have is knowing when to act or as one might say, knowing when to hold them and when to fold them. RIP, by the way, that's what I think we should do is really understand it's like a game of double dutch, waiting waiting for yourself to jump in. Now is the time to jump. Understand that that idea you've had to save your company more money, go indulge. Go talk to somebody about it. It's worse they say no. Okay. Oh, you've been looking for a job change and you know, you're worried about being laid off. What are you doing to prepare for it? What things are you changing on your resume? What new skills are you learning? If you're not doing anything to prepare for these things, I this is where I struggle. I don't want to hear the, oh, well, woe is me. We can always prepare for stuff. We can always, I mean, would we, did we all know this coronavirus was coming? No. But I'll tell you what, people prepared with toilet paper. That's for damn sure. But that's what I'm trying to say. Not the toilet paper thing. That's just being a goofball. Um, what are you doing to prepare yourself for the next two weeks to be the best you? Is there something that's been... Are you looking for a new shoe collection? Go look at shoes online. Design shoes. Do shit that makes you happy. Um, my mother always likes to say she's into retail therapy. She likes to walk around stores. Well, right now she can't. Well, we have the internet. We can peruse on the internet. So, so I advise you to do. doesn't mean that being stuck inside is taking away all the stuff that you love to do. It's just making you rethink how to pursue those things. This could be the best thing that ever happened to you. It could be the worst. But I think the power is all in perspective. Now, if you are somebody that is struggling with the loss of a loved one due to this, 
I certainly do not mean it from that perspective. Obviously, this is a pandemic. This is a catastrophe. We don't want to see, we never want to see anybody get hurt. But what I'm saying is you hold the power in perspective to keep moving forward. And I was, on my coaching call the other day, what I said, and it was one of those things you just kind of say, and it sounds catchy, but I just been replaying it in my head in order to keep moving. You have to keep moving. And I, I, I keep saying in my head, cause it's one of those things like when you're feeling idle and your brain starts racing, but you want to keep moving forward, start moving, do a home workout. I do 20 minute home workouts every morning between eight 30 and nine o'clock. I start and I'll tell you what, it's the greatest thing. I've ever done 20 minutes. That's doable. I say, I say this in my podcast all the time for 20 to 30 minutes. I can hate anything because I have another 23 hours and 30 minutes to hate something else. When you look at that, there's 24 hours in the day. If I can dedicate 20 to 30 minutes of my, to myself to make sure that I'm best set up for the rest of the day, because then I can Start worrying about other people because I took care of myself first. When I wake up and all of a sudden the first thing I worry about is other people and I, I start neglecting myself. I don't, do, I don't do the things I'm supposed to be doing. So if nothing else and you are struggling, you are wondering, you know, where is this all going to go? Start focusing on the things you can control. That's my piece of advice. Start focusing on things you can control. When you get done with a dish... Wash the dish because you can control that because in the next week you're going to have a sink full of dishes and you're going to be losing your mind and you're going to look for that one fork and the fork's not going to be there. It's going to be dirty. And you know how long it takes to wash a fork? 10 seconds. Don't judge me if I'm washing a fork wrong, but it's those little things. Yeah. It only takes 10 seconds, but if you have to do it when your mind, when you're already about to explode, That's the kind of shit that's going to push you over the edge and you're going to lose it. So start doing things you can control. Make your bed in the morning, work out in the morning, have that cup of tea or coffee and relax. Take that five to 10 minutes of self-reflection meditation. These are all things I'm trying to do. And I'll tell you what, it's been 15 days, excuse me. And I've been seeing the payoff. Is everything wonderful? No. No, everything's not perfect hell of a lot better than it was 15 days ago though. So take that, try that. D- like I said, not, don't worry about months. Don't worry about years. I know there's a lot of shit going on right now. Worry about two weeks. Two weeks is long enough out where you have to prep and you have to work for it, but it's also a short enough amount of time where it's attainable because you know what happens when you don't reach that in two weeks. If you don't another two weeks, you can definitely get it done in four weeks, right? Only look at it for two. What's that saying? If I aim for the, if I shoot for the moon and miss, I still land in the stars or something like that. It's the same concept. Give yourself a goal, a deadline for two weeks and watch how much work you got done in that two weeks. Watch how much you were able to accomplish that you didn't do for the past maybe month. Even if it was just taking down a few notes on this piece of paper. Or maybe it was you didn't know what you wanted to do. So you started making a list. You started making a schedule for yourself. And you started realizing the schedule is actually one of the best things you've ever done. Because now you have a visual representation of what you want to look like by the end of the day. 
And you get to see what you did for the entire week. You go back. Well, I crossed out a lot of shit. My Mac went on sleep mode. So I wasn't staring at myself. Um, That kind of stuff. It is incredibly powerful to be able to see what you have done. This is going to be a weird thing to share. but So on my schedule, every night I shower between 9.30 and 10. And I have these tiles in my shower. And uh, they just go across the wall. And every time I get into that shower, I look at each tile. And day one, it was like one of those things. It was just like I kind of like marked an X with some soap. And I was like, day one complete. Well, there's 14 bars or 14 tiles across the one wall. And then I did it for every day for 14 days. Took a piece, a little bit of soap and just X'd it out. And it became this routine. I got the vi- Now I can visually see I completed an entire row and I started a new one. And I'm like, holy shit, that's kind of cool. It's really stupid. It's one of those things that people are like, right, whatever. But for me, it's a visual representation of what I have accomplished. And in those squares, I see those days I dedicated for myself. I see those days that I worked out, I meditated. It's almost I see the benefits in tile form. It's kind of, it could be stupid, it could be cool, whatever. But that works for me. So marking down on a calendar, just Xing things out, that kind of stuff. You have to see the progress you're making. That's why I think in two weeks, you're able to accomplish so much, even if it's just the beginning steps of things. You want to become an expert on Photoshop? Well, don't start out by doing things that are out of your league. Go watch some YouTube videos. I always preach this. If you want to get good at something or start a new hobby, I guarantee you're already YouTubing things that are like in that field. Just type the word how the words how to in front of it. Someone made a video. I promise you that. Someone made a video. Is it good? Probably not. Maybe. Or it could be great. I learned how to play guitar by Marty Schwartz. Any guitar players out there, you know who damn well who Marty Schwartz is. Especially if you started learning on the internet. Um, that kind of stuff. Like I would have I probably would have learned guitar eventually sometime, but not as quick. Internet is there. Use it. Um, But before I just start rambling even more, guys, understand one thing you or a couple things you can take away from this week's podcast. One, start prepping for what you want to look like mentally and physically after this quarantine. We don't have a time, but this is the time to start building habits. So right now, concentrate on those two weeks. I think people say it takes, I've heard different things. Some people say it takes 21 days to build habits. I've heard 14. I've heard eight. Well, my personal experience got to 14 and it feels like I just absolutely need to be doing my workouts and my meditation. So guys, point one, start vision, becoming a visionary for yourself. If you want to keep moving, you got to keep moving. So do that. Two weeks, see where you get in two weeks, but mark it down. Hold yourself accountable. And three... Have fun with it. Start having fun. Taking things less seriously. Um, We're all in this together. We're all in a weird kind of funk at the moment. Understand you're not in this alone. Um, If you need any coaching or just any points of reference, you can always reach out to me. I have material just to go through on my other podcasts. I have a YouTube channel now. Um, The more one-on-one things, DM me. I'll put the link right down there to my Instagram. 
DM me. See if we're a good fit. Maybe we can coach. Maybe we can get involved together. So, guys, thanks for stopping in on this week's episode of the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. I love all of our chats that we end up having, even though they're mostly with myself until other people hear it. So, guys, love you all. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I'm excited to see where you guys get to in two weeks. All right, guys, I will check you later. See ya.